Okay, hey guys, what's going on? And welcome back to Onwards and Upwards, the podcast where we talk about all things lifestyle, wellness, productivity, and pretty much everything in between. My name is Hope if you're new, and I'm super excited that you're joining me today. I really appreciate you taking time to tune in and just sit down and chat with me for a little bit, whether or not you're sitting down, driving to work, exercising on a walk, or whatever. I'm excited to talk to you today because I feel like these time management tips that I'm going to outline really have benefited me in my own life, and I'm hoping that they're going to help you out as well. So I just sat down with a vanilla sweet cream cold brew, but the at-home kind. I talked about this, I think it was last week or the week before, but basically I mix um, a few shots of espresso, some cold brew, and the heavy cream mixed with vanilla syrup, and it's just kind of my way of making a similar version to the Starbucks vanilla sweet cream cold brew because that's been my drink of choice lately. But as many of you may know, pumpkin season is back, and so that probably means I'm going to be transitioning over to the pumpkin cream cold brew. I really love the cold brews at Starbucks if you can't tell. So I have like one for every season. I get the vanilla during summer, pumpkin during fall, and then I switch over to the Irish one during the winter time and it just, it's so good. Anyways, that's what I'm drinking and it is just about the afternoon. I just had lunch. I made a Caesar salad, which I'm going to post a video of it here in the next few days, but it's just been a little at home work day for me. I haven't really gotten around to do much today aside from just work. I did a bit of cleaning this morning, but aside from that, we've just been on the computer all morning so I really felt like I just wanted to take a break talk to you guys for a little bit and that is why we are here and like I said I'm super excited about today's topic time management is something that has completely transformed the way that my day-to-day life operates I honestly used to be somebody who never had enough time in the day if that makes sense I scheduled my time pretty poorly so I would either have nothing to do on certain days and then too much to do on other days and I honestly just didn't have any balance in my life that was able to make my time more useful in that way so especially during college time management was something that I really had to learn a lot more about so since it's back to school season I thought that this would be an appropriate topic to kind of just dive right into and just kind of help you guys figure out some time management tips and strategies that really have helped me narrow in on what's important in my life and kind of put that into my schedule. I'm sure we all struggle with balancing our time, whether that be time at work, time with family, time with friends, time alone. There just is so much to do in 24 hours and even less if you include sleep, which we should all be getting enough sleep every night. So it really just can be a lot to try to learn how to balance things. But time management is like my little secret that I can just pull out whenever I need it and it really does make a difference in how your life plays out. And so I am excited to talk to you guys about that today. But before we get into it, I am going to go into our weekly segment which is a little bit of a new thing that we're doing on the podcast. We're trying it out. Let me know what you guys think and if you want me to add anything on, take anything off. Again, this podcast is entirely for you guys. I want to make sure that it's as value-packed as possible while still giving you the opportunity to get to know me more since this is probably my most interactive platform in that way. Podcasting has really allowed me to share more of my life with you guys in a way that I maybe don't on TikTok and stuff like that, which I feel like maybe is a little backwards, but I feel like it's just easier to talk to you guys on here versus on, you know, video content. So anyways, let's go ahead and jump into the weekly segments. I have three of them every single week that we're going to be focusing on. Something I'm loving, something I'm working on, and something I'm doing. So let's start with something I'm loving. And that lately has really been going to coffee shops to just work by myself. It feels like a solo date and work session all in one. So I find that I get a ton more done when I go out to work instead of staying at home. If you didn't know, I do freelance work. So I am a career coach where I help people do their resumes, prepare for interviews, all that type of stuff. But then I also do content creation 
creation. So a lot of my work is basically at home, which means that if I want to make time for myself to go out and do something new, I really have to make time to do that, which that's going to segue into our main topic today here later. But anyways, I've really been trying to go to more coffee shops in town. I am from Las Vegas and we do have a ton of coffee shops around here that I've just never been to. I'm definitely the type of person to find one that I like and then I'll just go to that one every single time I want to go out for coffee. But I'm really trying to push myself to do things that I wouldn't normally do and that's definitely going out and doing things alone. I'm definitely somebody who likes to do it with other people so I think I'm really loving it because I think it's less scary than I thought it was going to be. I normally will bring like a friend or my boyfriend to go and get coffee with me and even if it's like a work session we'll like work together and stuff and so it's just been nice for me to not only recognize that I can go out alone and have a good time but also that I feel like it's really nice time to myself and I've really been enjoying it. The something I'm working on this week is creating a better work-life balance and honestly it's funny that this is what's happening this week because it totally ties into what our topic is today all about time management and stuff but I had family come in about a week ago or so and I'm also working on one of the biggest work projects I've ever worked on so balancing those two things has been super kind of crazy since you want to spend time with the family that's in town but you also want to work on a project that you're really excited about so understanding and setting boundaries with myself has been super important for me so that's definitely something I'm working on because I'm definitely the type of person to just not set a boundary with how much work I'm doing in a day or how much play I'm doing in a day and it can be hard for me to regulate that so we're going to talk more about this of course during today's topic which is all about time management but yeah that's something I'm working on this week and I'm sure that a lot of you guys can relate to trying to balance work and life a little bit better. And finally, something I'm doing this week is just working on redoing my closet for fall. Right now, it's still pretty hot where I live. It's like 110, 105 degrees outside, which is just ridiculous. But my head is already in the state of fall. So I have been bringing out all my sweaters. I've been bringing out all like the fall tones, the earth tones, all that stuff. So I just really find fall to be the most comforting season. I am a, definitely a big fall and winter gal. So I'm super excited to do that. So I've just been going through my closet. I've also been watching a lot of YouTube videos of people decluttering their closets. I don't know what it is about watching people declutter that makes me feel like I want to declutter too, but I guess that probably makes sense. So I've been going through my closet a lot and just really trying to think about each piece of clothing that I have and be a little bit more intentional with it. Pretty much my entire wardrobe is thrifted outside of things that have been gifted to me or anything like that. So it's really easy, especially if you thrift, you'll kind of know what I'm talking about, to see something in the thrift store, get it, love it, but then never actually wear it because it just doesn't work with what's in your closet. So I've just been kind of setting almost rules with myself of what I want to get and I created like this little wish list of like okay I won't buy any more clothes unless it's ABC you know what I mean like I feel like it makes it a little bit more intentional and that's definitely something that I am doing lately and I've been working on that. But yeah, that's what's been going on with me lately. Let me know how you guys are doing, what you're up to. You can DM me on Instagram. I'm always chatting with you guys on there. But I am curious to see how you're settling into back to school, if you're headed back to high school, back to college, or if you're post-grad like I am. Just update me on your life. I'm super excited to hear about it. But without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into today's topic, which is time management tips that will help you achieve your goals. 
So I actually have seven tips for you guys. Let's just go ahead and start at number one, which is to understand your priorities. I actually have seven tips for you guys. I organized it like that just to make it a little bit easier for me to walk through them and share them with you. So let's go ahead and kick it off at number one, which is to understand your priorities. I think that this is one of the most important time management tips that I can give you because I really do feel like it sets the framework for the rest of the time management work that we're going to do. The other day I was at breakfast with my dad and a few of his colleagues and one of them was just talking about his first work experience with his boss. He had pitched this awesome idea that he had worked super hard on, he really believed in, to his boss and his boss was a really busy dude but he wanted to pitch it to him just to see what he would say. So the boss ended up saying, hey, this is a great idea, but we can't, I can't worry about this right now. And my dad's colleague was just kind of confused on like, if it's a great idea, then why can't we work on it? And the boss pulled out the drawer next to him on his desk and in it was a list of like five or six items or less. And he explained to him like, hey, if what you're talking about does not fit into this list of items, then I don't have the capacity to deal with it right now. And honestly, that story just really stuck with me because it says so much about why we need to have priorities in our life and why we need to completely understand what they are because every person's priorities are going to be different because everyone's lives are different. So if you were to pull out an imaginary drawer next to you and grab that imaginary paper and pen, what are the top three priorities that you would write down? These could be specific business projects you're working on. They could be, you know, family members. They could be your health, your fitness, anything that's really important to you in your life. Write down a list of three to five priorities and just keep it somewhere where you're going to remember to see it. After I got home from breakfast that day, that story totally stuck with me, like I said. So I sat down at my desk and I wrote down four things that were a priority to me right now that I wasn't going to sacrifice on. And when things start to come into my life, I'm going to ask myself, does this opportunity, does this project, does this person fit into one of these four categories that are important to me right now? And I would encourage you to just try out this exercise because it really will help you understand your priorities. And this is like step one of time management because say for example, right now you are new in school. So you're back to school right now. This is your first year in college. College and your coursework is going to be one of your top priorities right now. Or maybe you're a last year college student and your social life is practically non-existent at this point, but it's because that's not your main priority. Your main priority is to graduate. When you're able to understand what you're working towards, it makes it way easier to balance your time and to really manage it in a way that makes sense for what you're doing. So number one, understand your priorities, write them down, keep them on the top of your mind, make sure that you put them somewhere where you can see them. So as things come up in your life, you can filter that through your priority list and decide where it fits. Tip number two is to get organized. And this is probably one of the most overused tips or tricks or pieces of advice that I've ever heard. Every single person, no matter what it is that you're talking about, is going to tell you that being organized and having an organized life really does help you manage your time better. And honestly, this fits in with any category that you're focusing on. If you are trying to you know, really work on your fitness journey, you're trying to work out a lot, if you can get organized in other areas of your life, you're going to have more time for your fitness journey. If you need to to focus a little bit more on going out with your friends and family members. You need to get organized in your work so that you have time that you don't need to worry about anything else and you can dedicate 100% of that time to spending it with family and friends. 
Getting organized in one area of your life is going to completely translate over into every other area, and it almost works like a domino effect in that way. If you are organized in work, then you're going to be organized in your social life, and if you're organized in your social life, then you're going to be organized in your fitness journey, and really, that whole cycle is just going to repeat itself, and I found that when I was able to really get organized with myself, set up a routine that worked for me, that's when I started to notice the biggest difference. And I've talked about this before, but my biggest tip for becoming more organized and really just getting a handle on your time and organizing it better is to use time blocking. Now, time blocking is the practice of blocking out your day into essentially these little chunks of different focuses. So I'm going to time block my morning routine from six to eight. And then from eight to nine, I'm gonna get ready and eat breakfast. From nine to five, I'm gonna do my work. All of those things like that, that's what a time block would look like. And you can color code them, you can make your personal blue and your work green or whatever you wanna do. I have videos and photos of my own calendar online where you guys can kind of like get inspiration for it. If you use Google Calendar, you can customize the colors down to like the hex codes. You can get like pretty pastels and stuff like that to make it a little more aesthetic and fun and nice to look at. But time blocking really is one of the best things you can do to get organized in your life. But if you're just listening to this now and you want to start time blocking to get more organized, all you have to do is get your calendar and start marking down what you're going to be doing at what times. So also make sure to include things like if you need to commute to work, include your travel time in that. Give yourself a buffer room in case there's traffic. Time blocking really is just giving yourself a bigger picture of what your day is going to look like because sometimes we get in a bad habit of scheduling too much for ourselves in, you know, 24 hours or in 12 hours. So we need to take a step back and recognize, okay, I have a limited amount of time every single day. What can I do today that is realistic? Let me go ahead and time block it out so I know what I can do and what I can't do. And that will help you achieve number two, get organized. Moving on to number three, which is closely tied into that, and that is know your limit. Like I just mentioned, it's so easy to take on too much and then eventually you get burnt out or you get overwhelmed or you're not able to get everything done. So really when you're able to understand what your limit is, you're able to set boundaries. And that's something that I've been really working on this week, like I mentioned earlier, is just setting boundaries in my life and recognizing where my limits are at. And the reason knowing your limits will help you achieve your goals is because you need to think about your life as a marathon and not a race. If you burn yourself out because you didn't know your limit, then you're not going to be any closer to achieving your goal if you wouldn't have just spaced it out and taken your time. Knowing your limits in any area of life can be super helpful, but I really do want to stress the importance of knowing your limits with work because that's what I feel like... I messed up the most on was I would take on so much to the point where there was a point where I was working like 18 hour days when I was just starting off on my freelancing business and honestly I broke my limit. I way passed my limit and I got completely burnt out. So at the time I was working on Fiverr and Fiverr is one of those freelance websites where you can essentially like contract work with clients that meet you on Fiverr if that makes sense. And so I took on way too many orders that I could possibly fulfill and ultimately that meant that I had to cancel some of them and that was the consequence of me not knowing my limit. So that's just one example of how it can really kind of bite you in the butt, but that's something that I would really encourage you to almost test out. Like you need to test your limit in that sense. You need to test how far you can go until you get burnt out. You need to test how far you can go until you're too tired. And that can relate to your social life too. You need to test how many times a week you can go out before feeling overwhelmed. 
for me, if I'm being completely honest, that's one time a week. I am not a big go out person. I'm definitely an introvert. I like to be home. So when I go out with friends, you know, once a week is enough for me. I feel happy with that. And that's really what just makes me feel content and balanced in life. So know your limits, know your limit, know your limit. Tip number four is to combine related tasks. Now, this is something that I didn't really start doing up until I think late last year. So I wasn't in college when I did this, but honestly, if I was, this tip would have completely changed my life. So the idea is that you combine tasks that are kind of like cousins with each other. So for me, I group all of my work into categories. So if I need to do something like emails and calls and replying to text messages, I will group that into the same task of managing my communications. And by doing that, it makes it a lot easier to get more done in less time, which is really helpful. And there's actually science behind why this works. Your brain is able to really focus in on one task at hand, even if it, they are like cousins with each other. So they're similar, but they're not directly the same thing. Your brain is able to group them together and it doesn't feel like it's completely switching from one task to another. This is really going to help with your productivity. And as a byproduct, it's going to help with your time management. So for example, in college, let's say that you have a ton of readings to do. Instead of doing a reading and then an essay and then a test and then a quiz and then a reading and then a test and then a quiz or something like that, you're going to group all of your readings together. So let's say that you have readings to do in English and in science. If you group those together and you're able to do them at the same time, so you're in the flow of reading and highlighting and annotating, your brain is going to be able to digest and understand that information a lot better than it would be if you were to switch to the next task too quickly. Now, obviously, there's going to be some exceptions to this. If you're reading something that you're going to have to directly correlate to the quiz for the same class, then of course, do those in the same time. But that's really just me trying to give you an example of what doing related tasks together might look like. Again, the idea here is to find things that are on your to-do list that are similar to each other and do them in the same time frame because your brain is going to be able to understand how to do that a lot better. Tip number five is to take time to de-stress. Think back to when I mentioned the marathon versus the race. It's important that we take time to rest in between our mini goals instead of trying to make it a race to the big goal. So my biggest tip for this is to set that mini goal and say, hey, I want to study for this test. It's going to take me 12 hours to study for it if I want to get a good grade. Instead of looking at that goal as 12 hours, I want you to break it down and study for one hour, study for two hours, and slowly make your way to that end goal. Remember, it's a marathon, not a race. And the benefit to this is that you're going to be able to take time to de-stress in between. And the reason that this is a time management tip for achieving your goals is because it's important that we aren't always working towards our goals. I think that we need to take time to just debrief, recharge, reset. And for me, my Sunday reset days are completely that for me. When you're able to take a day to do everything for yourself, you get to clean the house, clean yourself, get back on track, clean up your schedule, and just really get organized, that's going to really take a lot of stress off of that upcoming week because you're going to have a jump start on it in a way where you know what's coming. And when you take those days off, they are necessary for you to eventually achieve that goal that you want to achieve. And it's important that you remember that those days that you took off, they're not wasted. Rest is not wasteful. You know, rest is productive. I saw that quote on Pinterest a while ago and I absolutely loved it because it is so, so true. Taking time to rest and recharge is 
something that's productive that you can do for yourself because if you want to be your best self and be the most productive version of yourself that you can be and achieve all the goals that you set out for yourself, then you need to recognize that you're going to need to take a break at some point. So I honestly like to schedule in time for a break and I know that that sounds super, super just crazy, but sometimes it's hard to remember to take a break and to remember to take a breath because we live in a world that is constantly on, that is constantly scrolling and just going and it's important that we really take time to just do nothing. Tip number six is to learn to say no and I know that I said that the first tip was one of the most important ones but honestly now that I'm looking through it this is probably the most important one. Learning to say no is such a game changer for time management because you get to just x out on all of those things that you really didn't want to be doing because you said no to it. I remember when I would fill my schedule with things that honestly I didn't want to do, but I was so scared of saying no. I don't know if it was because I was afraid I wouldn't get invited back out. I was afraid that they would think I was being mean or rude or something like that. But saying no to, you know, friends asking you to go out, saying no to family members asking for help, it's... I think that there's a balance there, but you do need to recognize that saying no now doesn't mean that you're saying no forever. And that's something that I really had to really remember myself because I'm somebody who will drop everything at a moment's notice to go help somebody if they ask. And the problem with doing that is that I would sacrifice my work and my goals and the things that I was trying to achieve for the sake of something that could have been done later if I would have said no. So for example, if somebody asked me to go to breakfast with them or if somebody asked me to run an errand for them or anything like that, I it's not that I can't do those things, but if I have a really busy day for work or if I have a day that's already planned out and I'm already super busy, then I can't add on something extra because I'm not going to be you know, exemplifying good time management by doing that. So really what helped me, especially if you're someone who struggles with saying no, is number one, learn that it's completely okay to say no and it doesn't make you a bad person if you say no to, to doing something. Number two is learn to say not now instead of no because I think that that's an important distinction. So if your friend says, let's go out to breakfast, you can say back, you know, hey, like I can't go today. I'm really busy with XYZ, but are you free tomorrow? Are you free the next day? It's just an easy way to just push it off. That way you can make time for your social life and everything like that without sacrificing the time that was previously allocated to your goals. And the same thing goes for my people pleasers out there. When people ask you to help them, it doesn't always have to be a flat no. It can just be a not right now. So when my family members will ask me to run errands for them, I can just respond back, hey, I can't go right now, but I can go in, you know, five hours once I'm done with my work. I think that this is an important thing to say to them because you're not rejecting them, you're not trying to be unhelpful or anything, you're just trying to prioritize your time and understand that what you are doing is valuable as well and their needs don't need to take over the priority of your needs, if that makes sense. So yeah, learning to say no can completely transform your time management abilities and it's really going to help you achieve your goals because saying no is saying yes to yourself and i think that that sounds super cheesy but honestly there's a ton of truth to it so the next time that you are faced with something that you really don't want to do or you really don't want to go to just say no and see what happens or say not now and i really do feel like you're going to be able to be better at managing your time if you learn to say no and finally tip number seven is to ask for help when you need it now honestly i think that there is nothing scarier than asking for help i 
really do struggle with it still because I want to be independent. I want to feel like, you know, my life is my own. I don't need anybody's help. And it's really just, honestly, it's an ego thing. And it's something that we really need to work on beating if we want to be better at managing our time to achieve our goals. Because the reality is at some point you are going to need to ask for help because your schedule is too busy or you, you know, are late to something or you just need help. And in order to achieve the goals that we have for ourselves, we need to recognize that we're not going to be able to get there alone, even if we think that we want to or that we can. Don't get me wrong, there's a huge part of working on ourselves and working towards our goals that we do spend alone. And I think that that's intentional time that we need with ourselves. But there's also gonna be times where we need to ask for help because we can't do it on our own. So for example, in the business sense, I have been looking at outsourcing my emails and getting some sort of assistant in the future because I feel like my time could be better spent elsewhere and so I would rather delegate that task than continue to do it myself. And breaking that barrier with asking for help can be pretty tricky, but once you do it, you realize that, hey, asking for help didn't take away anything from my accomplishments, it only gave me more time to work on what really matters. Another great example of this, if you're a student, is asking for help regarding work or studying or papers or anything like that. I was a super proud student. I was a 4.0 college student, and honestly, I hated asking for help. I hated admitting that I didn't understand a concept or that I needed a little bit more time to figure it out. But when I was able to ask for help and go to my professors and say, hey, I actually don't understand this. Can you please just go over it one more time? I realized that that's what they're there for, they're there to help you, and asking for help didn't take away from the fact that I knew that I was smart and that I knew I was capable of achieving the you know assignment and getting a good grade, but asking for help saved me hours that I would have spent studying if I were to try to figure it out on my own. And because this is all about time management, would you rather spend two hours working on trying to find an answer yourself or 15 minutes asking your professor for a little bit of help and getting that extra clarification? Because honestly, at the end of the day, that's what I was sacrificing. I was sacrificing my own time that I could have spent doing something else for the sake that I didn't want to ask for help. So I really do think that this can be applied into all areas of our lives. So understand that it's okay to ask for help and when you need it, ask for it. All right, guys, that about sums up today's podcast, all about time management tips that will help you achieve your goals. Today, we outlined seven tips that will help you manage your time a little bit better and just get a grasp on what your day can look like while working to achieve those goals. I really hope that you enjoyed it. And if you have any additional questions about today's topic, a previous topic, or maybe something that we can talk about in the future, feel free to DM me over on Instagram. It's going to be linked in the description, but it's also at lifewith.hope with two E's. I'd love to chat with you about it and hopefully be able to share some tips and tricks that have really helped me transform my own life in the hopes that it helps you do so as well. But that's all I have for you guys today. I'm absolutely so grateful that you took time out of your day to listen in. It means the world to me. Thank you so much for sharing, you know, screenshots of the podcast on your Instagram stories and stuff. I see all of them and it honestly just warms my heart and I'm super excited to be building this community with you guys here. If you have any questions at all, again, DM me, leave me a comment and I'll get back to you about it. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you could rate it over on Spotify or on Apple Podcast. That just really helps push out the podcast to more people who need a little bit of help with time management and achieving their goals. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll talk to you all next week on Onwards and Upwards.